Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Midwestern, deprived, depressed city. God bless the alcohol coursing through your arteries for generations that you can't even control. You Midwestern Visigoths. You are my people. I, I, I grew up 90 minutes from you. I'm afraid to go back to my hometown, so this is as close as we'll ever get. I, I can't... I don't, I don't know how they'd react to me if I ever went back to Milwaukee. I'm still scared. When I left, they said, you'll be back. That's not a good goodbye. That's not something you say to people you love. I don't care how proud you are of your hometown. You don't say, you'll be back, when someone says goodbye. They didn't say that to Frodo. They said, I hope you save the world from Sauron. Why are you looking at me when you say that? That's fucked up. Spencer Crittenden, everybody. Chicago. Yay. Yay. The, the man who grew up in California but looks more at home here than anyone. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was walking around, and I was like, I'm the most comfortable person in this city right now. Still rocking the, the cargo shorts today. Yeah, like, man. The, the weather was fine today. It was great. For, for a nice stroll. Um, yeah. It, it gets fucking cold in this area of the country. <laughs> There is an oppressive spiritual thing that no one talks about. The idea that when you look up at the sky, you don't see God the way 
the way that you do in an equatorial climate. You see blue and yellow, and you feel like God's up there, and he's somehow in charge of what happens to you. Um, it might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. You might be part of some agricultural community where they play lacrosse, and the winner loses their head. Yeah, you do see guys named Jesus, but they're usually pissing outside. Yeah, I, <laughs> But when you're, when you're in the Midwest, it's like, I've said it a thousand times, you're, you're descended from the genes of people who, like, they're descended from Plymouth Rock, either landed on them or they landed on it. They didn't cross the border, the border crossed them. <laughs> in any case, they headed west, their wagon broke down, admit it, and then they were like, fuck it. <laughs> But that's not a non-heroic thing to say. It's a, because guess what? Like, like, well, what's waiting for you at the Pacific Ocean? Like, you're not like, well, we just got out there. We, I'm, I'm a Milwaukeean. I'm just saying, the, peop, the people on the West Coast, like, we, those are just the people that got that far. And then they're like, we have no more dreams to chase. Let's invent television. <laughs> uh, the Midwest is the gene pool that was like, you know what? What if you just, what if it was just cold? What if God tried to kill you? What if nine months of the year, God was unapologetic about his desire for you to die? What if, what if, what if every, everything you ate just like tried to poison you? What if every time you stepped outside, what if the weatherman had to tell you how many seconds it took for human skin to freeze? What if your car required not only a key to start, but a fucking chisel? And a heated blanket, uh, and a and a schedule, a regimen. I remember working in Milwaukee. You'd have to go out. You'd have to schedule. It's like be, you'd backtrack it. Like, oh, I gotta be at the ground round at eight. So that means at seven, I gotta put a blanket on my car. I gotta start the car. I like, I'm not. I'm not made for this. I'm a ground round employee. And then the people that are coming in are gonna pay what they weigh. Which in Milwaukee is a lot of fucking money. <laughs> so I'm going to be rich, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyways, but I hope, yeah, I, I, I got Midwestern chops. I, I'm not some, <laughs> I'm not some hoity-toity. You Google me. Oh, what's Dan Harmon worth? There's that page that says $5 million. I don't know what the fuck that they're coming from. I don't know what that means. I'm not worth $5 million. I have a five-bedroom house. The, those bedrooms are not, uh... We lost Brandon. We lost Brandon. <laughs> Those bedrooms are not worth a million dollars each. Uh, as you know, I, I, I've eked out a comfortable existence. I'm terrified right now. I feel like we're fighting a fascist empire. Whatever, your politics are fine here. It's fine, Chicago. I don't care. I saw the, I saw the map. I saw how red you were. It's, it's okay. You're booing. You're saying, you're saying blue. <laughs> Okay, then you're fine here too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a couple people in here that voted for Trump. They're 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 doing a good job. They're being polite. Chicago was like the only city that like went in and wrecked up the place when Trump was around, you know? What does he mean? What are you talking about? What do you mean? They came like he went and stumping around all these places, but in Chicago they shut it down. He wouldn't come outside. Oh, he wouldn't come out here. All right. Resist. Fine. As long as I know I'm safe, I'll say whatever. Let, let's burn it down! <laughs> I just needed to know I was safe. 
I'm part of the spineless demographic. I just don't want people to beat me up. That's all. The reason why I'm part of the resistance now is that has nothing to do. The reason I became politically activated to the extent, meaning that I tweet mean things now, it, it, it's because I'm lazy. Because it, all of a sudden it didn't. Now, now it's going to matter. I don't. I, I worked really hard to get my house. I don't want to have to stand in front of it and, and like swing a bat and go like get away. Like it, it won't. It won't work. I won't. I don't know what I'm made of. So I bought a gun and I, I just like I'm just. <laughs> I'm just sweating it out. I'm just sweating it out in my house. But anyways, it doesn't matter. This is, it's not about me. <laughs> it's about me. It's about me. But, but you expect a show. You want a show. You came to a Chicago... Dan, I, Dan, I don't, I don't think they want a show. I, I, can't, I can't hear them. Do they want a show? I, I can't hear it. Okay. Okay. You guys think just because we came to Chicago, we're gonna like improvise? Is that the idea? Because you're famous for improv? Please welcome improv uh, maestro Jimmy Corrine. And star of stage and screen, Scott Adsit. All right. Noted. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm better than season three. Yeah. Dan. By the way, yeah, Rick and Morty yeah. uh, started airing tonight. Part of an elaborate, strange, misguided April Fool's prank. <laughs> I don't really understand it. <laughs> Rick and Mor I can finally tell you Rick and Morty season three's premiere is airing on a loop. When you go home, you can watch it. It's, you're not missing anything. It was, it's a, it's a prank, get it? I don't, I don't get it, but I couldn't tell you, and you kept, you fucking 15-year-olds kept riding me. I'd be like, Trump's an idiot, he's gonna, he's a fascist, we're gonna lose our civil liberties. Yeah, well, you're, you're gonna lose season three of Rick and Morty. I'm not doing any, I'm finished, they're drawing it. Yeah? Prove it. <laughs> Exactly, sir. I mean, like anyone was going to hear that. I, 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 well, I mean, he could have said anything. You, 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 snail sew the Ricks out. You sound like a you sound like a Star Wars character. Like the, I liked like, him yelling out. I think that was helpful. Well, what did he uh, say? But I didn't hear what you said. Would you yeah. come down here and say it into my mic? Well, people will take that invitation. He'll be down here in twenty yeah. minutes. Okay. <laughs> We'll vamp until you get here. All right. So you guys are improvisational professionals. See, people are cheering because now nine dudes are <laughs> pretending to be him, and they're all there's going to be a line of people coming up. I was that guy. Sneak, snog, and bricks out. <laughs> uh, I was that guy. Camp for Slamble. You guys all have an improv background. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Johnson, uh, you did improv. I did improv. I did not do improv as well as these two fucking gods Bullshit. we have on stage in front of you. Wrong. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wrong, though. Wrong. <laughs> did you work with Brandon? We improvised a few times, like in sets and stuff. We weren't yep. of the same generation. Yeah, second and that was, uh, was yeah. your understudy. Uh, so you never missed a day of work. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people might be coming because there's 900 people here. There's 900 people here. Uh, 
they may only be here because they know that I'm amazing. They, <laughs> some of them, even though they're from Chicago, may not know what improv really is. They may think it's just, well, oh, that's when you don't have a script. I'm, let's just, in a, on a molecular level, we'll just show them for, for like what, what improv is on a fundamental level. Okay. So, I will, uh, let's, 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 let's tell a story in, uh, four lines of dialogue. I will enter with a line, then, then we have two more lines to do, and then Brandon, you come in with the fourth line. Oh, great. Great. So no pressure, no pressure so we'll at all. Know where, and, and who we are, what we're doing, and where we are. And, and we'll get as much information as we can because that's part of improv. It's like being positive and providing information, piping and things. Yes. Okay. So four lines. Here's how improv works. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to return this fur coat because it's too big. But I'm a ghost. I can't run the cash register. <laughs> I am the manager, and I can help you, sir. <laughs> he said he wanted a 15-dog coat, so I made him a 15-dog coat. That's really thank you, thank you. So that's the that's the atomic structure of improv. Like yeah, I don't I don't think we have to explain it. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Right, don't you? What its merits are. In I that, mean, were, I was the Steve Harvey character. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Now there are now I want to say, and then people go like, oh, so improv, like, oh, they compare it to like written comedy. So let me. So there's a laptop back here. Let me. This is going to be tough, and it's going to run. It's going to run the risk of making a bad show. Yeah, I hold it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. So if we were to write that scene. <laughs> there it is. I don't. Okay. The next day. Interior coat shop. For a second, I thought that was the guy from upstairs, and I was like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'll kick you in your face, you look like Steve Bannon! <laughs> oh, yeasty and shit? That dude has a yeast, he's got some yeast shit on his face. That's the, the good thing about not liking that dude is we can talk shit on him, and nobody's gonna be like, don't be like that about Steve Bannon. <laughs> Fucking brought Steve Bannon to the party, you guys. Be nice tonight. <laughs> He's got on a diaper. <laughs> oh, shit. It wants to save the... God damn it. Esports. Oh, the fucking... Fucking bullshit. Some YouTube show we're doing. All right. Tim Buck says the first thing that came up was the porn from last night on that laptop. Uh, <laughs> ghost, ghost coat, we'll call it. There's a lot of mannequin well, like porn on his computer. Right I can't operate. How to make a ghost costume? Register, uh, and then the manager. 
What did you say, uh, Jimmy? You said uh, I was the manager. The manager. I can help you. I'm I can the help you. Manager, I can help you. And if you could do that, in and a... then Brandon d- disembodied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was. I played a, a young Nigerian trying to find his way through the fur industry. I sold him a whose mentor was Steve Harvey. Okay, so. So we have a flawed story here that we created improvisationally. Like, where did it break down? I thought my line was awesome. <laughs> like, and then you introducing the fact that you're a ghost brought us across a threshold. Right. <laughs> I was introducing a mythology that we could explore. Mm-hmm. I think, and then it starts to break down, ironically, with our improv masters, yeah. Jimmy Corain. <laughs> Well, Dan, Jimmy I Crane, just, it, who teaches improv, yeah. was like, "I'm a manager. I can help you." And then, what, but ironically, he, you couldn't. No, no. As an improv manager, you couldn't no, help anyone. I, I couldn't. No. Yeah. And then, although he could have made his line longer, he just said line. No, he yeah, didn't say he sentence. could have. Yeah. Well, so let's try it again. Let's do a rewrite. Okay. That's. It's not how improv works, Mayor Harmon. Okay. But I'm not going to change what I did because I nailed it. Okay. God damn it. And I, I, don't, I don't think Scott did very bad either. So. <laughs> now, I feel a lot of pressure. Can I just say before we do this, I'm feeling a lot of pressure. I'm in my head right now. All right, I'm going to alter my line just a little bit. It may help you. Okay. okay. All right. You're going to set me up. Thank yeah. you, Scott. And Thank also, you. if you were more relaxed before, that may have been the problem. Okay. Shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to return this coat. It doesn't fit me very well. I'm a ghost, remember? (laughs) I'm a ghost, too. I'm the manager ghost. (laughs) I think I'm catching on. What do you you think? You're still in character? I can't respond if you are. No. We'll talk later. <laughs> Why is that lady wearing a fur coat on the beach? Whoa. Okay. I mean, that was interesting because that changed everything. I just thought I'd try something different for this improv. Right. <laughs> so the actors thought they knew where they were, but then it, the dialogue shows that we were actually on a beach with a door. <laughs> Now, the interesting thing is the characters knew that. The actors That's right. didn't. That's yeah. right. Like, like all good improv, alcoholism together, all rooted in denial. You say plane, I say boat. So if we were to continue with that scene, like, so he's now revealed that we're on a beach with a door and that we have two ghosts, but I'm returning a coat that doesn't fit. And you're a lady. You, you promised me when I rubbed that seashell that if I wore your coat, you'd give me lightning power. The lightning power has always been in you. The coat was just a catalyst to your realization. Use your power now. I'm still the manager ghost. <laughs> and with your power, you can kill me. Oh, 
wait a minute, Andy. When you get out of prison, you can help me work on the boat. Shawshank. <laughs> all right, well, okay. So we'll, we'll start, all right. So there's a... I like that one. So what we're learning about improv is that it's different from writing, like... If you held it to the same standards, it wouldn't hold up. Like, a lot of people watch, like, whose line is it anyway? And they go, like, well, why don't you just write that stuff? And then, but then you go, like, no, they're making it up. Oh, you go to, like, a, like an improv show in Chicago, like a long-form improv show by really talented, like, long-form improv people, and you could witness something that could never be written. It could never be written. Jimmy, what is that phenomenon? What is that magic? Well, I think it's because... Each show was always different every, every night. You, you, sometimes you're, they're going to fail and sometimes they're going to succeed. It's really like a sporting event. That's what makes it so uh, fun to watch. What do you think, Scott? I hate sports metaphors. Okay. Um, <laughs> especially in relation to art. But uh, I'll say that the difference, I think, is that when something's written and people know it's written, then they have a higher expectation for it being crafted and satisfying. And in improv, uh, survival is a win. And, then, you know, the and people in the audience know that, and they, they know that, uh, that everyone's on a tightrope, and if they, if they land gracefully, then that's a success. And right? the highest compliment you can get in an improv show is people will come and say, I, 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 are you sure that wasn't scripted? You know, that's like the highest compliment you can get. But that would mean that you did so good at improv that it was just slightly less, like, good than something that was... Right? Well, yeah. there are terrible like, there sketches. Should, there should yeah. be something... That people should be coming up to you and saying, I know for sure that wasn't written, but it was better than anything that could have been written. We both heard that. Yeah. Right. Who are these people you get into a fight with, Dan? <laughs> but we're just saying, like, the audience, they're dumb. They don't have the vocabulary. They're, they're like... <laughs> They're just like, oh, that seemed like written it. And it's like, okay, yeah, give me your 10 bucks. Okay. You're, Spencer, you're, very, you're very cynical about improv. No, I'm cynical about America. Okay. I, 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 I'm sorry, I confused it. I, I, Spencer, where does it, so when you're a dungeon master, where does this come in? Because you're, you're improvising as a right. narrator, and then people are looking at a sheet of paper, and they're saying, well, then because of this sheet of paper, which isn't a script, but it is a bunch of facts, I do this. And then, like, what? what? Talk, talk, say some stuff. Oh. It is like writing and improv. So what if... I just... So yeah, you couldn't write it's that? It's so easy. It's so easy with so these guys. So what if guys. we were to say, okay, Jimmy Corain, improv extraordinaire, would be your dice because you don't have any... We don't have a campaign. So then could you dungeon master... Uh, an improvised campaign for me and Scott and Brandon to be in a little campaign, and then Jimmy is like the the dice. Could could Jimmy improvise <laughs> results? Um, so many clues. Yeah, I don't. Can you improvise results? Does that sound fun to you? <laughs> I I uh, whatever whatever anyone wants. Yes. It's kind of like if if Jimmy was human dice, like if you were, if you just like, anytime uh, we wanted to do something, Spencer would look at you and then you would represent a random result and then Spencer would read it and then explain to us what we had accomplished. 
Now, to, to connect the dots, backstage, me and Dan were thinking that a true improv master would be able to improvise perfectly the random results as if from a die. <laughs> That's almost, part uh, of this almost conceit. Almost like a magician. Right. Do you, do you mean that the... Yeah, what do you... No, I just... You said that. Do you mean like... <laughs> Do you mean like Jimmy would say three and eight, or do you mean like Jimmy would be like, you hit and you get a critical hit? Let's ask the person who said that. <laughs> what you? I didn't suggest. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say, hey, Jimmy would be great at pretending to be dice, but <laughs> like, I don't. I believe you when you say it, but I don't know yeah, your but I'm thinking. Drunk. Why are you listening to me? <laughs> About anything. I, I think you were, I was sitting down and right, you looked well, taller. Fine. So I'll control everything. Well, you can do, you control what you want me to control. Okay. Uh, right, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Spencer, you're in charge of, of, <laughs> of, of what, what happens. <laughs> okay. Uh, or, or what we're seeing and, and uh, what's in the room. Okay, and then whenever anyone wants to do anything, instead of rolling dice, Jimmy, who's not part of the narrative, Jimmy, you're like a non-diegetic element. That is not a word. Uh, you uh, non-diegetic. You produce results. You're sort of like a god, or a. Or, I mean, uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fun for him to say random numbers. Jimmy, you have to do more than that. You have to you have to represent a kind of like uh, dice. You have to you have to indicate fate in a way that Spencer can read. So you stand can over you give, there. Can you give me an example? Yes. Give me an example. Okay. All right. Well, you be Spencer. me. You be me. I'm you. In okay. The example, and I'll be okay, you. So what I'm, I want you to do. D I'm Dan. Do you know how to play Dungeons and Dragons? I don't so know then, how to Spencer, play Dungeons you, and Dragons. you tell him what he's looking at. Okay. Jimmy, you're yeah. in a wonderful field, but it's surrounded by trees. Maybe it's a forest, even. What do you do? So tell him what you want to do. Uh, I'd like to climb up one of the trees. Oh shit. That's him rolling? Are you rolling? It's a very sexy I don't, tree. You have to interpret it. Because, Wait, what? Because... Like, I'm a human die. Like, okay. I'm a... Like, I'm not going to just say... I'm, I'm just saying, like, like this could mean to you... It, it's like yeah. a tarot card. It could mean, like... Man. It's like, oh, that seems like a normal, average thing. He's acquiescent. So if right. he says he wants to climb a tree, and I'm going like this, I guess he climbs the tree, maybe. Well, I thought or you were like... Then it's like he fell, he, oh, a, a twig poked him in the eye and he fell out of the tree. Because I'm being, like, aggressive. Now, Dan, were you the tree? No, no. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a yeah, human. Yeah, what are I'm you? I'm a human die. I'm a human die. Well, a human die would tumble around and reveal a face with a number of side, like a number on it. That's, yeah. that's if a human was a die. Right. If yeah, a, a human, human die. If a human the role of a die, uh -huh. a human wouldn't have to say three or eight. A human could use all their human faces and behaviors to indicate the vibe <laughs> So like a, like like a, if a person was just like, the, you know like if if you were just like, you know like you, it's clearly to you, a two. That might mean an extreme result. But well, yeah, isn't a result of a dice a number? Oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Okay. No, if you it's gotta, a human you die, say, 
you got to say the number, the dice. Okay, so you got to say how many sides are on the die. So, like, if you say this is a 20-sided die, then it's like, oh, is that a 17 out of 20? Or is that, like, you know, it's, it's got to be like that. No, why wouldn't they just say seven? They would just say a number then. Because it's like, what are you trying to roll? Are you trying to roll a very high roll I'm of a six-sided die? Rolling. Or are you I'm trying getting, to get I'm a critical? I'm saying that the person's... T- uh, subst- they're, 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 I think it's more like a dreidel. Uh-huh. <laughs> because... He's, he's rolling and becoming a symbol for something rather than a number uh, uh, quantifying something, and he wants you to interpret it as the next action and how successful it is based on the emotion you're getting from his action. Okay. I told you. I told you these is gods. Okay, so Jimmy, Jimmy. Okay, so I was the climbing die? the tree. Well, why don't you, get, okay. you, guys be the, you guys be the adventurers. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm obviously, I'll be the die. Okay. But it's like, and don't be distracted by the fact that I'm just gonna like feel the vibe. Okay, no. Like I'm not. A, a, another thing about a die is that it's like it's like this punctuated thing where it's like, oh, now we roll it, now we get a number. No, I'm over here. I'm not part of your narrative. But Spencer's got one eye on me mentally, and I'm just sort of like feeling things. Okay. And but I'm then just how, sort of like like like, and then like how do we like quantify his, a roll then? It, it sounds like you're in a continuous rolling. You're not quantifying, and it, but it's, it's, but the, so I look at you. I just take a snapshot and go yeah. this this frame of Dan's yes. existence. Yeah, I would say that's accurate. Well, then yes. when do I decide when I should throw to you? Like that's wh- your own decision. <laughs> well, that's it's like I, taking a cup and dipping it in a river, like. <laughs> Like the river, it could be you. Know, so, like, when do you do it, and how big's the cup? And it's like it's up to you. It's like that's what dice are supposed to. Like, I thought have... I would be the most on board for this. I feel but like you are, you are crafting. Them. You he, you are crafting a new paradigm. I'm already doing oh, it. I'm not, I don't care. Okay. He's crafted it. No, no, but you're a big part of it. I mean, I really think we're sitting on a gold mine. I'm here already doing just it. Started. No, this is great. I'm already doing it. Okay, because, we're, we're, because this we, is... we have to go on the adventure. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're on a journey, um, and I would like to be uh, Gwynethor, the uh, Gollum fairy princess. Okay, can I still be the manager, the ghost manager? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gwynethor? Yeah, Gwynethor. Yeah. and Ghost Manager, you find yourself in Bristlebees, the merry town of Brizzles and Bees. <laughs> Around you, you see Brizzles and Bees winding their merry ways through the city of Brizzled Bees. I don't know what it's called anymore. Brizzled Bees. (laughs) At your feet, you can see the tiny dwellings of the bees and the slightly larger dwellings of the Brizzled. We must be careful where we step. Okay, we will talk. We will walk very gently. Oh, ow! Oh, ow! Oh, you got me! <laughs> you don't. You don't step on any more bees than those ones that just earlier made noise. You find yourself to what seems like the town hall of Bristol Bees. No repercussions for killing townspeople. Yes. (laughs) There is the tiny town hall there. Let's go in. Yes. (laughs) You open the door and out comes the mayor. He's a little bee. He 
he's got a, he looks like the Honey Nut Cheerios bee, but like with a mustache. <laughs> Welcome to our town. Go be the, go be the guy. You don't have to stand back there. Here, you want this mic? Uh, thanks so much. <laughs> Hello, little bee. Welcome to our town. I am Gwynethor, the Gollum princess, and this is my manager. We have waited for your arrival. We've heard so much about you. Welcome to Bizzleby. Um, you've killed about a thousand of our residents. Sorry about that. It's okay. We're just happy to see you. We, we realized as soon as we came to town that nothing random really happens here ever, does it? Nope. Monday looks like Friday, Friday looks like Saturday, you get it. You smell the smell of sweet lemons. It's weird because lemons smell sour usually. And at the same time, you feel everything expanding and growing, including yourselves and the buildings around you. But oh my God, the scale remains. You can't, it, it looks about the same because everything grows at roughly the same size, but you're clearly larger than you were. So I'd be about this tall. <laughs> no, you grow more. You grow more. It's, it's, it's a weird occurrence. Uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Allow me to show you around our beautiful town. That would be great. That's the library. Oh. That's the other library. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. You feel conflicted. Come. Which come. library should I go to? I'll go to the... No, I'll go to... No, I'll go to this, this one. No, I'll go to this one. No. Well, that library... Boring. This library contains books that will lead you into the arms of our mascot. Oh, the Tai Chi master The Tai Chi there? master. Or maybe... I think he wants to be left alone. Yes. yes. <laughs> he dates to be misnamed. He's been doing things all by himself without anyone talking to him or acknowledging his existence. <laughs> Let's see. You guys are being literal and you're... <laughs> maybe you'd like to meet the soul of our town. No, no, yes. I, think he, I think he's meant to be separate from us. Yes, he's it's not... Just... He's not part of the narrative. Okay, Spencer, I'll do, I'll do, you do my part, I'll do your part. <laughs> well, okay. Let's trade, let's just trade. Okay. Part. Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to do better, I'm just saying, like, I, 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 obviously I owe it to people to demonstrate what I mean. It's like, like, you guys, don't worry about him. You're just people, you exist in your own narrative. Don't worry about him. That's fucked up. I'll worry about him. Sorry we let you down, Dan. Spencer, where are they? They're yeah. in a tree trunk. Where are they? Dan, we were really feeling sorry for you. Yeah, we did. Yeah, man. I'm, we're trying to execute your fucking vision. We were, we were feeling bad for you, Dan. No, don't feel sorry. No, you feel were out there all alone and looked kind of ridiculous. And 
It didn't seem like you were generating generating anything and inspiring any yeah. new directions. Are you guys, are you guys we want to please you, Dan. You're trying to construct a meta improv narrative. No, that was no, that was your idea, Dan. We were just trying to support it. You give gifts with all these crazy body movements. You showing your body and everything, and we wanted to accept those gifts and heighten. Yeah. And right now we're playing a game where the scene has broken down, and we are playing our personas. Yeah. Well, what if my character decides that because you're disappointing me, I will go back in time? Well, why don't we see what that would look like? <laughs> Cut to a great Chicago phrase. Cut to. adventuring in a big field. You're a fighter and a wizard. I'm a fighter, great. Jimmy Corain, you are Jimmy Corainus, the great fighter. Yes, I'm Jimmy Corain, the great fighterist. You have a plate armor and a hat and a sword. <laughs> Scott adds it. You are at sort at city at Sorterus, the wizard of Sakdikula. Uh, you love magic, but you don't mind sucking dick. Uh, you got a bag of tricks that include sucking dick. And uh, some spells. And you guys are on a field, in a field, a great field, overlooking a, a town. And you're, you're on a quest uh, to find a gold ring that you heard might exist. <clears throat> Pretty original. But there's some goblins. There's some goblins coming. It's there's, so easy. It's so there's, easy. There's goblins coming. And, I, and I'm basing that on his movement, that, but not he's not the goblins. You I understand? Mean, why would we waste all that good movement, though? But I'm not, I'm, I'm looking at his movement, but it's not, god damn it. It's not that hard. It's, don't acknowledge the dice. Goblins are coming. That was... Just don't acknowledge the dice. Yeah. What Scott said. Right? The goblins are shooting. The goblins are shooting at you. We're gonna try to make. Oh, you work. got hit yeah. real bad, Jimmy. Uh, oh. Oh. You got hit in the arm oh. with an I've arrow. Been the uh, uh, oh, Zephyr oh. winds oh. blow oh. some cock. You're 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 waving your arms in a magical manner. You try to cast a healing spell on Jimmy Crane's oh, character, oh. and it's uh it's doing okay. It's okay. doing fine. All right. Wow, not just, nearly as good as the dick. Don't sucking. use it for about three weeks. Okay, great. It's, fe it's feeling that, a little sore, but it's feeling a little better. That I, don't, was I a, don't have to suck your dick, do I? For that? You don't have to, but I would really appreciate it. <laughs> okay. More arrows are raining down in you. Right. Uh. But they're but they're missing generally uh. because the goblins are far away. They're just taking pot shots at you. Okay. You guys. Maybe are, there's a way we can stop the goblins. Okay. I've got a sword. I forgot. Oh, the goblins are on the move. They're coming. Oh, I coming. was trying to slay the goblin. 
All right, I'm going to try a multiplying spell on your sword and throw one sword that will land as a hundred. All right. Your, your multiplying spell uh, fails. All right, here it goes. Ooh. Oh. I'm sorry, I was distracted. I was looking thinking? at your dick. Your sword flies off into the grass. The goblins are laughing at you. Well, no, no, that's not the goblins. Though. They're no. continuing to march towards you. All right, we got to stop them somehow right. or get out of here. Okay. Um, Jimmy, you still... <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. You're wearing armor. Why don't you just go fight them that's for That's a us? great idea. I'm, I'm going to... If I don't come back, I love you. No. That's an incentive if I come back. All right. Jimmy proceeds across the great plains of... of Dixicula, and he, uh, oh, the, the, the goblins are terrified of something, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're summoning, uh, healing powers to buff themselves, to give themselves, like, higher armor, uh, as you get towards them, you see them starting to glow bright red, indicating that it's gonna be harder to hit them. Use the strategy I used at Awfuldor! All right. Just go for their penises! All right. The goblins... Oh! Oh! The goblins attack, you attack. Uh, your attacks are, are not doing good. All right. Uh, the goblins are now, they think they're a turn to attack. And they're doing real good. They're real excited and they do. And their arrows are piercing you for... Ah, ah, like ah, a, uh, ah, I'm down. I've been hit by an arrow. I'm going to approach a goblin and try to uh, get it to surrender through pleasure. Okay. <laughs> The, the goblins are considering your offer. Is it working? I they, think it's working. They seem into it. The goblins are, 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 are down. Keep going. I see the ring. I see the ring. It's attached to what I'm using. The goblins have an offer for you. They say if you, if you continue to pleasure them, that they'll, they'll spare your lives. One by one, the goblins' uh, chodes go down your throat, uh, filling you with the goblin seed. Uh, no. I'm pregnant. No. no. You're, you're... They're different than us. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, I'm giving birth through my oh, urethra. All right, hold it, hold it, hold it. It's coming. Ah! It's coming. A goblin, ah, a goblin baby. Ah, ah, All right. Oh, a goblin baby came it's out. It's a boy. It's a baby boy. All right. Well, I, all right. Uh, no, 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 no. At least I know he's mine. <sighs> uh, okay, I'm willing to admit this isn't working if you guys are. Okay, okay, all right. That was okay. That's all I want. Okay, Spencer, you can have it. <laughs> and you're saying you couldn't write that. Yeah. I, okay, now I get it. Now I understand what he meant when he said, What do you mean? Dan, I want to ask you what you learned from that. that. It doesn't work. You can't just you can't just come out on the stage and make up a show. <laughs> all right. 
But uh, I, I wanted to give you something. Uh, I'm a Midwesterner. You're a Midwesterner. You've been very kind to me over the years. And I wanted to get you a little gift. Uh, this is big in Chicago. It's Frango Mints. Frango Mints. Yeah. Frango Mints, when you care to send Frango Mints. Thanks. Thank you. I, I didn't know, you know, usually people bring, uh, you know, pizzas or... What else? What did you... Bo Bone-in pork sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Polish sausage. But in Chicago, we Midwesterns, we like to bring something to the host of the party. All right. <laughs> well, I appreciate right? the gesture. Thank you. Did that improv uh, exhaust you, Dan? No, no. I, I'm just I'm moving on. Okay. You know, it's like... <laughs> King of the Segway. <laughs> so what? Do, so what do we know about? So so as improvisers, like we 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 make things up. We go okay. So God is in the moment, uh, and everything that happened before, and everything that's about to happen. That's the devil. He's gonna fuck you up. God is in the moment. You guys are following me, right? Oh, totally. Just like the last exercise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So in politics, like, we have this right versus left paradigm. So we can recognize Republicans, for instance, as being very out of the moment. They're worried about what happened yesterday and what's about to happen. Democrats, are they really in the moment, or are they just a mirror image of Republicans, improvisationally speaking? They're not, <laughs> they're not really making it up as they go, because they're politicians. So don't we just need a revolution where everybody just like rips off their clothes and runs in the street and goes like, well, make it up, make it up as you go. But here's, and before you answer that, okay. uh, are, aren't we doomed as a society? Uh, because like, don't, hasn't the height of what we've been able to adopt democracy and, and, and doesn't that by default mean uh, mob rule and aren't, isn't, Aren't most people stupid? And, and, and then like, so if you're smart and you're liberal, then don't you have to either choose between consorting with a bunch of morons who are like, yay, be liberal. And you're like, yeah, but you're dumb. Um, like, and that's like kind of the, I see like there's a division among the Democrats between like the, you know, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but you got your Bernie, your Bernie people and your, and your, and your traditional Democrats and stuff. And there's like a real heavy division between folks because they're like, yeah, we don't want fucking more corruption and all this stuff. And it's like, like, yeah, but if you don't, uh, it's fucking, yeah, don't even get excited, sir. It's just like, you just feel like this like wedge. It's like right now, it's like so fun watching the bad guys be in power and watching them kind of fumble over themselves. But then you feel this dark cloud in the horizon where it's like, we're supposed to, the next move is we're supposed to all agree on something and do something together. And we can't get our shit together. We're going to start like arguing with each other really soon. We're already doing it. What was my point? Like, <laughs> how do we, isn't there a way to like, uh, what are we going to do? Why, why shouldn't I just kill myself? Nobody's stopping you. <laughs> Only you are stopping you. Dan, if you did kill yourself, right? Well, 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 how would you do it? I mean, I would it be in front of a large crowd. Yeah. <laughs> At like a comedy festival? I feel festival? like I'd do a major podcast and keep talking about how I hadn't gotten my gun yet. <laughs> and then I'd announce that I had gotten my gun. 
And I'd pick a, I'd pick an obscure town. Okay, give me an example. A hard-working town, but I'd maximize the number of people. Okay, blue state, red state. I'd want to push like a thousand people. Okay. Somewhere around my hometown. Okay. And then I'd just pull out a gun, just blow my brains out on say, no, I, I, I... I do feel I do feel like I'm a I like I'm a I I'd blow my brains out I think. Okay. Now is Because I feel like pills like if you took like a bottle of Tylenol you'd be like I feel like you'd be like ow my kidney and and then you'd be like I, ow my kidney hurts I changed my mind I changed my mind I don't killing myself hurts and then you'd be like well, yeah but your kidneys are shut down. And I think like, you mean your okay. liver. What? I think you yes, mean Yes, we heard liver. you liver, sir. Liver. Too many people talking over each other. Everyone knows kidneys don't filter out a damn thing. Okay. I five, just want to ask other. you this. I want to play to the audience on this one. Really common here in Chicago is people will jump in front of the L to take their life. Really? Yeah. Would you do something like that? No, absolutely. Why no, not? No. Because too dramatic, too macho. <laughs> too fucking like, I don't know, just too... So you want to go out quietly with a gun? <laughs> I just, I just don't think, I just don't, I, I, I the, the thing about uh, jumping in front of a train, right. too athletic, that's okay. what it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it I'll, I'll tell you what always pisses me off about it is the people that do it, do it during rush hour. Right, right? yeah. And that really inconveniences. Just ruins everyone's day. Where it's not going to affect That's many the other people. thing is I don't want to fuck other people's days up. Like, I don't want to do that. I, I would, if I was going to blow my brains out, by the way, I would also, I would coat my bathroom in saran wrap. <laughs> So, so I, I would, I would, and I would like write the nicest note, like for my housekeeper. I'd be like, "I am so sorry. Like, don't go upstairs. Call nine one one. There's a mess up there, but you can just undo the masking tape and just seal it all up. Put me in the blue bin and just be done with it. Like, and so here's, you don't here's, a, here's, a, here's a box of toys for your kid. You don't want anyone inconvenienced or distracted Absolutely by not, your death. No, I would not Does want. Does that include it. your family? Of course, yeah. Okay, well, see, I think the absence of you and the fact that you feel such a failure that they would feel that maybe they failed you and they would God, be I wish I could bring any of my family out right now and prove you so wrong. <laughs> no, I don't think any of them would be... They wouldn't care. They wouldn't, they wouldn't care. No, they'd be like, oh, uh, I get it. <laughs> you beat us to it, Dan. Yeah, they'd be like, I saw that coming. I get it. We're so proud of him. He was would, our little guy. Would they say, like, they... He <laughs> We thought he did. It, he should have done it sooner. Is no, that, they'd okay. be like, I figured that was going to happen. Okay. You know, and they and they and they'd be like, well, I, you know, I'm next, but uh, it's going to be with like, uh, I'm going to get uh, diabetes or something. Did your parents lay suicide out as an option? No, when you were young? no, okay. no. It's just like I'm the writer. I'm the writer in the family. They'd be like, uh, they'd be like, well, he's the writer. He'd be 44 years. That's good. Good for him. I got one more question, Dan. Who do you want to find you? <laughs> and that could be someone in this audience tonight. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers no, are cold bloody. <laughs> I would want it to be like a technician or something. I don't okay, want it to someone be. you don't know, you don't yeah. owe anything to. I don't want anybody a unduly. That would be okay, part so, of the whole so, thing. so we find you, and then what? What do we learn about you from your suicide? What? You mean what would I put in the note well, once I'm finally gone? Yeah, let's okay. start with the note. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we just write my note right Let's now? Let's do it right. Okay, great. We'll, right. we'll, we'll help you. Yeah. We'll help you, Dan. Because okay. it's hard. It's hard. I know it's hard. Dear world. Okay. Uh, so sorry. They will play this when you're dead, by the way. Go ahead. Right. Uh, you, you don't want to put him in his head while he's writing. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess you saw what I saw. Things are getting hard. 
Like, don't take this as, uh, as encouragement to do what I did. I had a good life. Uh, like, I didn't have to fight in any wars. I never had to be hungry. Like, I wasn't a black woman. Uh, Dan, can I just stop right now? I'm getting the sense. Some of the best loves on the planet. I'm I'm just remind you, Beyonce is kicking it right about now. Well, I wasn't (laughs) Beyonce is obvious. I think that's the unspoken part of this. What you don't know is that a lot of black women can do the same shit as Beyonce. We just ain't showing off. (laughs) You want to come back as a black woman. I don't want to be a uh, black Even in my woman. suicide note, I'm, I'm persecuted. Well, no, but if I read that... <laughs> I can't get a break. No, no, no. No, no, I want to help you. I mean, it's funny how, you know, the improvisers are helping the writer. Right. But uh, as, as I was going through the note, I'm like, that guy would never commit suicide. It sounds like you're trying to talk yourself out of it. Yes. I was never in a war. I had a good life. Right. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. And I, I have no plans to kill myself, by the way. Mm, you're sure? <laughs> I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> This is what friends do. We help out. So how does the note go from there? You say a bunch of positive things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to turn. I say, say, everybody, you're off the hook. Please, I'm so sorry for the mess. Like, I wish that I could have just jumped into a vaporizer or a sarlacc pit. I'm so sorry. Like, if you're for those of you who found it and all this stuff, I'm so sorry. And then I'd say, you know, I think our species is plagued with a notion that we are not good enough. And I think it provokes us to do things that hurt ourselves and each other. And I think that once you get to the spot that I'm in, go ahead. I think you got to personalize. You can't speak of the whole world. You know, well, you I already said my personal shit. I thought that you said you- I have a great life, but the world sucks. So I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Everybody else is, is acting like human beings. So well, I'm yeah, I'm not going to wait for my life. to. I, yeah. If I wait for my life to suck, I'll never kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go out on a high like the Carol Burnett show? Yeah, like I well, I mean, like what, it's 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 no big trick to have a comfortable life. You it is just, for some. Yeah, that's why I want to kill myself. So you feel responsibility for the people who are not as successful as you? Yeah, it's hard. Like well, they're not as lucky. But you, it's not reading in your note right now. <laughs> I'm not getting that. Are you, Scott? Well, I'm just curious. You have okay. regret for being successful. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, you can stop that right now. Yeah. Wait, by, well, instead of the suicide, I just give all my money away and then wander no. around the street. Yeah, you can, you can stop being successful anytime you want. But you want to work hard and be successful and get praise and have a thousand people cheer you. No, I don't want... I don't... That sounded or, like about 300 people. That was really About faint. 200. Well, yeah. <laughs> a percentage of 1,000 people cheer you. In their defense, 500 of them want to kill themselves. So <laughs> look at you clap. Yes. All right. Well, let me start my note over. Okay. Kids. <laughs> it's not going to get any better. Uh, the writing's on the wall. Uh, from where I was sitting, uh, next thing that happens is your knee starts to ache, and then it just, it gets, it gets harder and harder. I'm leaving soon. Uh, Now, after I finish the letter. (laughs) 
I, Unless there's another draft. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't. It's hard. It's hard to be on Twitter. Uh, what? You guys. You what? guys. You guys. Another Twitter-related death. Yeah. yeah. You guys seem unhappy. Uh, there's not enough gra gravy. But see, don't you see? I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt your note for a second. Right. <laughs> you guys are unhappy, so I'm gonna kill myself. Right. Okay, I understand the empathy you have. I'm leaving all but my have, money in no, a no, box. You remember okay. Stardust Memories? Right, no, well, kind of, yeah. Okay, so he's suicidal, and he says, why don't I just kill myself? And he says that the alien, all-knowing person says to Woody, uh, you're, you know, you're not Superman, you're a comedian, you wanna save the world, tell funnier jokes. Right. You delight people. Right, but... You think people are unhappy, and your job, your delight, is to delight them. So you're making the world better. The world you're complaining about, you're fixing. And so then you take yourself out of it? Yeah, but what about all the people that say, don't... You should go back to work writing cartoons instead of talking about how... <laughs> dumb the president is and then you're like well I don't want to write what am I supposed to write a cartoon They're about 13 years old <laughs> not physically <laughs> but wait how did we get it I never said when did I you said the world is unhappy so I'm going to kill myself I guess yeah. I maybe technically said that you have an existential crisis. Yeah. But you're intelligent enough to think past an existential crisis. I guess it's, that's what it is, is that we are at a point in, politically, like we've gotten to a point, like, like it was easy in the Bush years and the, all the shit with the dangling chads and all that crap. It was very easy to just be like a Han Solo and be like, oh, I have no love for the Empire, but I love to s fucking smuggle. Um, <laughs> It, it, as of the election, it was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're either in favor of the mass enslavement of all humanity and absolute fucking apocalypse, or you're part of some rebellion that has to spend its life, like, flying in X-Wings and doing, like, horrible runs and stuff, and it's like, woe be to the, to the rich, white, lazy piece of shit, you know? Like, you're just like, well, where am I supposed to fit in? I don't want to earn my bread and butter. I don't, I don't want to find out what I'm made of it's just a drag i'd rather be a martyr and just be dead i think that's what it is like i don't want to you're not I a don't martyr if you take your own life you well, have to someone has to I take your life i could make it look like an accident <laughs> all right how would that look okay. how would you do it i could i could i could have some friends over and i could have like a roller skate party and I could rent a five-story tower. Okay. And have a roller skate party. Okay. Trigger and then warning. I could just get really drunk and nah, come on. All right. We're, we're no. We were getting somewhere. I liked what we were doing, but uh, you know, no. I'm not. You're right. What you're saying is that uh, I'm a fat, white, straight. I never said fat or straight. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was me. <laughs> You're saying that my responsibility, it's, a, it's like moving forward, you have to live in the fucking apocalypse. You can't dramatize it so much that you can avoid living in it. You actually have to be a character in it. You have to like go, okay, so this is the way the world is. It's not normal. It's not good, but I'm in it. You can't be, you, you, it, there's, there's, it's no country for old narcissists. And it's, it's what uh, women and black people do every fucking day.
I don't believe there's that many women and black people out there. Scott. Some of you are trying Scott, to get on a gravy train. what was the point you were trying to make to Dan? When? <laughs> when you were saying to him about, okay, you're, you, know, you, you do comedy, you make people's lives better. Yeah, well, he was, he was saying that the world is unhappy, and he's one of the reasons some of us aren't. A part of it anyway. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, it was, it was just like, I think it's like, it's defeatism. That's what, we're, that's what we ended up addressing. It's mm -hmm. like we, a lot of people out there probably feel that way. Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, holy fuck, how could it be so bad? Like, like and, and how come I can't do anything about it? You can't. Uh, you like, can. And then, yeah. and then you, if you react to that with like, oh, fuck, I'm going to like just, you know, give up or go cynical. You know, that's because you're like, well, the alternative is you have to like do shit that's like uncomfortable. You're gonna strain your back. But at least enjoy being cynical about everything. You can you can enjoy that. Yeah, it was easier before to be <laughs> cynical. You can't be cynical now. It's harder to be cynical now. What happens if you're? I'm still cynical. If you're cynical now, then you're like one of these like uh, libertarian people that's like this an Asperger Trump voter. <laughs> You're like one of these Silicon Valley people that's like, meet moop, logic says no Hillary because her emails. Like, it's like, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't want, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm not going to be like, meet moop, logic says be a fucking Nazi. Like, I'm not doing it. You could be a Schindler. You could use your ring to buy like 800 to Jews. I would like to be a Schindler. You could be a Schindler. There's a lot of, this is a great opportunity for all of us to be heroes. Let's all Because be it's Schindlers. so very bad. You, even the small amount of shit you do. What did, what did Schindler do again? Schindler. Not enough. He didn't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> he could have done more. Yep. In his defense, that was a sweet fucking ring. It was a beautiful ring. <laughs> I see like I see like young black women, like millennial black women on Twitter who Where? are like 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 going like trying to rally like the democratic cause and then they're like up against like this thing that's like you can't even you can't dismiss it. Like we got behind Hillary and she lost. And so there's like this thing that's like, we're looking down the barrel of this thing where it's like, don't look at your watch. I have a show at 10. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're going to go up against this thing. Like there's just this cloud. Like you got to be on the other side of the cloud and like, but we can't get along with each other. Like we're like, there's like genuine socialists and I, I, I see everything that they're saying. They're like, yeah, fucking like, why do we keep mitigating our language about this? Why do we keep playing ball? Why are we acting like politicians when it's not going to work? We're in a political debate with professional politicians. Why don't we just revolt and resist and have resistance mean something and be socialists and leftists? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so you have to see, that's 30% of our 900 audience. And then there's the other people that are just like, fuck, they, man, they no, we got to get behind one boulder and push it. Otherwise, the boulder's not going to go anywhere because it's up, it's up against another boulder. It's like all the evil people, they have no problem getting along because they all agree that they should just lie and hang out. Like, like <laughs> so everybody, so then those people equally sensible to me are like, no, let's be Democrats because how else are we going to win? You got to, if you don't like Pepsi, if Pepsi's owned by Hitler, Guess what? You love Coke. <laughs> and I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate fucking being forced to drink Coke be just because Pepsi's Hitler. I, it's, it fucking sucks. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Be Sierra Mist and have no one drink you ever? <laughs> just to 
despite corn syrup? I don't know what to do, so I want to kill myself! Because I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a passive party to it. I, I, I just want to go, just go quietly into my mansion and just let, write a little note and then say, hope you like season three. We better. <laughs> I mean, what do you do, Jimmy Corrine? I don't yeah, mean to Jimmy. I don't, uh, I don't mean to say your last name like like an attack. What do you do, Jimmy Corrine? What do you do? What do you do? Who did you vote for? Put your dick out. Tell us. Stop interviewing people like you do on your podcast. Hot, uh, your top-rated well, Feral I, Audio podcast. Yeah, improv, yeah, improv nerd. nerd. Yeah, thanks for the plug, Dan. You're welcome, yeah. you piece of shit. <laughs> Tell us who you are. Scott Adson, season six of Veep. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Johnson, I'm selling stolen coats in the alleyway. <laughs> Dan? Yeah? What would you like to know? I'd like to, I'd like to really? know. Really? I, I feel... What, well, well who'd you vote for? I voted in the primary. I voted for Bernie Sanders. And then, and then I had huge resentment towards uh, the Democratic Party because I didn't like how they traded, t- treated Bernie Sanders, and I didn't vote. Whoa! Wow! I will respect his bravery. He yeah. knew that that wasn't going to be a like, fun thing to say out loud. It's time to open up a can of privilege. (laughs) I needed you. I needed you. White people, we trusted you. (laughs) Fucking up with that Iraq war. And then we let you run around and this is what you fucking do. Well, we taking that shit back. We taking it back. The next candidate we run is gonna be a black burn victim. Who's in a wheelchair just to send you a message? God damn it! You don't know what to do because you never had to fight. You shouldn't be fighting right now because we shouldn't be this far gone. But now that we are, that's what you do. You get involved. God damn it! Is there is there a connection you think between Jimmy not voting in the, in the election and Dan wanting to kill himself? Like it's both these two people that didn't get their way and kind of don't want to do what they think is the hard work they need to do, and just kind of having a little tantrum. No offense. Yes, I mean obviously no, none taken. I mean some taken, but. I, 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 but isn't there similarness there? I mean, it seems like it might just be. I mean, uh, last week we talked about white fragility, but fragility. it's fragility. Yeah. No offense to me. I, I I I thank you so much for your honesty. By the way, this is a very great discussion to have. But uh, I don't know. It's just it, it's it's this thing, you know, right? The people who aren't used to dealing with uh, adversity, they deal with adversity, and they kind of don't know how to deal with it because they're not, you know, conditioned to do it like uh, underprivileged people tend to be. Well, and the thing is, Dan, you still have hope for the Democratic Party. I've totally, like, I feel betrayed by the Democratic Party, and I feel like both parties, like, are taking corporate money. Yeah. Right. And I'm totally hopeless about that. Yeah. And I was never, I, I, I was never, this is like my entree into politics, because I was like, I always looked at the bipartisan system as being part of one big fucking Pringles sham, where it was like, oh, what do you like, ranch or cool ranch? Um... <laughs> 
And then we elected a fucking legit Nazi, and I was like, holy shit, how do we fight this? And I started, like, analyzing it. It was like, wait, you can't be in the resistance and also be surrounded by hip people all the time. Like, you're going to sometimes be around morons if you represent the interest of a majority of people uh, because most people are stupid. But if, you, if you're on the side that the rebellion's on in the Star Wars universe, it's like, yeah, there's a guy. His head's this was fat like a, wing, X-wing guys who he wanted to die. It's like, it's like you got to just go, oh, the galaxy's made up of a bunch of different people and like, like who knows whether the slugs get along with the lobsters or whatever the fuck, who cares? But I know I don't want to be fucking Christopher Lee like pinching people's necks shut just because they don't look they don't dress like a girl scout like I, I like i don't i don't side with the death star period and how about we like, don't judge the people we're trying to help what's that we don't judge the people we're trying to help. well you can't yeah you can't be like a populist you can't you can't like go like oh i believe that every but that a society should be judged by the quality of life of its less least fortunate people and then simultaneously be like that dude smells like a shoe um you can you can give a homeless dude a dollar and still say he smells like piss and you don't want him to sit on your couch yeah. but at least go the step of giving the motherfucker a dollar it's just i th i think that guys like me and jimmy like we're we're taught we're like we're used to that stuff but we're not used to like the laser line dividing like it's that it's that that laser line that divides the bernie crat from the hillary crat or whatever like we had it easy i except that i did not vote i vote i like i Who'd was you vote for? i was i was behind bernie and hoped that bernie would like i was like go go bernie and i stayed out of it because of the gender thing because i did not want to like i i was like this is trouble this is a hot button and we do we, the last thing we need is divisiveness right, right now and then once she had secured the nomination i was like fucking all right full steam ahead let's all vote for her because she's a democrat and we need to defeat these nazis so but 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 you know, and it's just that's stinking thinking to thirty percent of you who 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 cheered for the other thing, and I don't want those people dismissed because they're smart people. Uh, but 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 like yeah, that's 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 where I was at. You know, I, the truth be told, I, I didn't show up for no primary vote because I was, I was like, this whole system's a piece of shit. What am I? Fuck your primaries. This is a bipartisan system. These people built a fucking government on top of our constitution. Fuck these assholes. Like, like it's garbage. Like fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them in the eye. But. God damn it! There's a fucking like one of one half of them has been hacked. The half of the fucked up system has been hacked by a cancer, by a virus. They've moved in. White nationalists, actual Nazis, possibly Russian spies. Don't even go there. Just forget all the Russia Gate. They're just white nationalists. They hacked the Republican Party. Uh, the, our dream that the bipartisan system, which has been shoved down our throats since we were born like would collapse that dream came true in a way that maybe is not as convenient for us as we thought it would be like that was starting with the republicans going like oh fuck it hitler's running okay well as long as he's wearing a red hat um <laughs> that represented the end of the republican party like if we live through this i don't know how you're gonna uh, you know the republicans could be fucking dead and that's a great thing on the other side 
the Democrats are also got hacked in the sense that there was a socialist running on the Democratic ticket. And like when I when my first vote was for uh, Ross Perot, I was 18 years old and I was like, fucking like, let's do it. Um, and and he was a third party candidate and third party candidates can't win and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm off on a tangent and just saying like. I'm 44. I was like, 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 okay, Democrat. We're Democrat then because we have to get this done. But I am sick and tired of being told by this system that we're in a state of fucking emergency the entire time. When are we ever going to achieve this, this unachievable dream where we're voting our conscience? And I know that that speaks to privilege. I do. I, I, I know, I know how silly that sounds to a Democrat. Just me. Just me. <laughs> I, 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 that's the thing is that like, like, like black women are the ones that are turning me. Like when I look at them on Twitter, I'm like, they're the ones that are putting up the most shit. They're the ones that, you know, it's, and it's, it, I, I'm not spe like, I'm just like, I'm looking at, I think the Statue of Liberty now is just like a black woman, a black millennial woman who is like, fuck it, I've been hurt, I don't give a fuck, I still believe in some form of some system, I have every reason to self-destruct, but I'm just going to be a Democrat and I'm just going to push this boulder and we're going to push it and like, I look at them as being heroes right now because they're not being treated very like like people are just coming you know they have to deal with the meat meat moop moops like, like it's just dudes coming out and going like no no sure, that's interesting what about the drone strikes what about the emails and like, <laughs> i love that a black woman come home from work is like man it goddamn meat 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 moop <laughs> fucking with me i'm trying to buy some groceries and this motherfucking meat 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 moop tell me i need a coupon i don't know meat, what to meat. do jimmy crane i don't know what to do I don't know what we're supposed to do. We're supposed the to. The first thing locally. you should do is ask another white person <laughs> about how to lead you out of some treacherous moments. <laughs> I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> I said, oh, and, 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 and I don't have to. <laughs> Turn his mic off. Turn his mic off. <laughs> Let's fix let's fix America with an amazing uh, scene. Uh, 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 let's use our stagecraft, right? I don't know. That's what it's for, man. Yeah. <laughs> You've been awful quiet, Thirty Rock. Yeah. Who'd you vote for? Yeah. You are uncomfortable with this one, aren't you? Tell Tina Fey who you voted for. <laughs> I voted for Trump. You're not joking. Jesus Christ on a cracker. It's the first of April, everyone. Hello. It is the first of April. I was ready to go by 10 minutes on how I support Trump. <laughs> did, did you really vote for Trump? No! Okay. Since I've known you in Columbia, you're getting to be a better and better actor. Aww. Aww. I can't believe that was so convincing. So what if America was a child born okay. at the dawn of progress? Yes, he is. I want poor people. Bill, I don't know about this one. 
He wants poor people. Now, what self-respecting little baby would want poor people? Hmm. Give me your weary, <laughs> your wretched masses. I want to hang out with the dirty folk. I'm worried about the boy because no baby full of immigrants can succeed. <laughs> You're right, Bill. A pox upon you, mother and father. Don't you talk to yes. Europe like that. <laughs> I'll talk how I want. I have freedom of speech. <laughs> the right to assemble all my dirty parts. I will learn to do skateboard tricks. And if you come to invade me, you'll be so tired from the trip that you won't be able to deal with the fact that we fight like Indians now. Bill, is this what happened? Bill, is this what happened when we were on fertility? I mean, this, I don't understand this. What are you doing? Get I'm learning to skateboard. But you're too young to be riding a skateboard. I love tea in the harbor. I love suffrage for everyone but black people and women. I feel like I want to interpret his movements as some symbol of something. I'm 14 now in America years. That means it's 1812. We know what it means. Yes, it does. Your mother now has menopause. And we've gone through a strange, confusing war during which the White House was burnt to the ground by a Canadian advancing army. Oh, please, don't bring that up. Not oh, in this house. He's very bookish. Yes. Mind your own business. I want my own room. I'm an isolationist. <laughs> Oh. Bill, Bill, he's been up there for hours. What are you doing up there, young man? I smell something funny. Are you going to do something? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. It's there's only telegram technology, so that's how the wars happen. Stop. Finally, Bill, you're disciplining him. He's been talking over me since he's been born. I have learned from the Chinese and Mexicans that there's such a thing as opium and marijuana. <laughs> I am having a great time. How old are you now? <laughs> 17, <laughs> which makes it right. 1848. So we're almost cleaning up all of the Native Americans. And your father had an affair. With... France. Yes. Bill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if we close You don't things, know your father's name? It's King England. Kingland. You dress it up how you want. Taxation without representation is get off my back, old man. We've already discussed that a long time ago. Okay, well I don't I don't okay, fine. Well, but you go off and live on your own. Yes, now see, we'll see how well oh, you yes. do. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you're not gonna get anything from us. Yes, that's over. Chinamen make the railroads. <laughs> it's in the way that you use it. Oh oh. But well, sure, anyone know. can succeed with Chinamen. Yes. Yeah. Mexicans grow everything. Black people work for free. Oh. We're nailing 
Look at this, Bill. Look at this, Bill. Our son's first job is at a Starbucks, and yeah. we walked in on X by accident. Oh, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Nice to meet you at the 1914 United uh, uh, a League of Nations. Uh, I think let's say 1911. Okay. Ish. Hey, how are you? Uh, Grand latte, please. Oh, uh, <laughs> would you? <laughs> wait, I'm working at a coffee shop. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. Here you go. That'll be five hundred dollars, bitch. You're gonna call your mother a bitch? Uh, you gonna invade me? <laughs> it's, uh, our our audience says it's 9/11. That's not. It didn't happen yet. Ignore that. Okay, here's five hundred dollars. Yeah, you're welcome, France. You're thank you for your help. You're welcome, England. Bill, you guys want a fucking straw? Cause that's forty dollars. Yeah, we'll take a straw. Yeah, guess what? The fucking dollar is what rules the earth now. All right. We came by actually to ask if we could borrow some money. Oh, yes. really? So Grandpa's divine right didn't earn you anything at the bank? Mo, fuck. We're thinking maybe we did some things wrong. We'd like to try it again. Oh, yes. would you like to supplant your existing class system based on inheritance with a new one based on a meritocracy? Let's not go too yes. far. <laughs> the class system works. <laughs> well, I'll believe it when I see it. Bill, I told you this wouldn't work with him. He's just so stubborn. Uh, hey, Seuss, uh, they need more, uh, they need some money from the petty cash. I'm too busy uh, uh, being uh, high on snorting money. Yeah, we're all fucking rich. <laughs> so I guess just like, take, here you go. Like, look, look, talk to us later. All right. Uh, well, I don't, thanks. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Thank oh, you. Uh, and uh, say hi to Germany for us. Could I have a muffin? Uh, yes. Here's free muffin. Mm. <laughs> Could I have a hug? Oh. All right. Just for the time being. The '60s. <laughs> <laughs> so it's now the '60s. Yes. Okay. All right. We skipped World War II. That was the only thing I would have known how to do. I... Do you want to go right to Vietnam? Yeah. I, okay. I, well, Is that, would that help I... you? We can go right to Vietnam. Whoa! Okay. I'm on acid. <laughs> You're really a disappointment. Yes. Yeah, but everyone's equal. Maybe he's right. <laughs> Money's let's, everything. Let's just imitate him for a while. I think that's a good idea. Look, at the end of the N nothing day... Nothing else has worked with him. It doesn't matter if you're president, king, a nun, a pope. Suck my dick, eat some fondue, and do some cocaine. Okay. All right, we'll suck All right. dick first. <laughs> it's in the way that you use it. Uh-uh. Bell bottoms go. Give your mom a little bump. Boom. There we go. Let freedom ring with these bell bottoms. Bill? Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> I haven't felt like a woman in years, Bill. Thank you. It's the 80s, bitches. Guess what? The dollar is now a micro dollar. You can now make a dollar inside a dollar with an integrated dollar chip that makes multiple dollars come out and go up through a Reaganomic chip onto an internet. <laughs> and just trust me, there's no more gold back in anything. It's just dollars!
Dollars. Dollar dollar bill. Dollar dollar bill. Meat mop. Dollar dollar bill. Yes, he does. These bell bottoms are getting in the way of my robot dancing. Snip snap. Velcro. Zip. Zipper. Zipper. The market has spoken. He must be right. Yes, he definitely is right. I like his chunky jewelry as well. You can make cocaine out of Windex. Progress, motherfucker. But if you're black and you get caught with it, you go to prison forever. Bill, Bill, Bill. Welcome. It's 1976. It's the country's bicentennial. All right. It's the bicentennial. Oh, hey. How yeah. Are you? Okay. You've got a suit on now. Yeah. What? I, yes. <laughs> I was in the 80s. I had done the 80s, but... I don't know if that was clear to me because okay, well, cocaine with the Windex, yeah, I think, was more late 70s. I'm sure. I don't think it really came mainstream. It was like when cable first came, it didn't really come. It took 10 years. But, sweetie, he did say, this is the 80s, bitches. Bill, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't ask to be born. Fireworks. America, we're sorry. We're sorry. Love us, America. I don't even know who you are. Anymore. I hate Iraq. I hate Iran. I hate Iraq more than Iran. No, I hate Iran. I hate everyone in the Middle East. I love Jews, but not the ones I live with. <laughs> Just get off my fucking back! Son, look out for those planes. It's 9-11. didn't cheer. Look at, look at how Chicago just shits on New York. <laughs> Mom, Dad. Yes? We heard about what happened. Yes. We're heartsick by we it. We sent a card. They yes. were the tallest buildings ever. They came out of nowhere. I know. You're going to be okay. Well, yes. so listen, I want to invade everybody, Okay. Honey, just need a little bit of help. Honey, okay. that's just a reaction to what's going on no, right man. now. No, we got a fucking. We're really at war. We're at war. Right. Bill, I think Bill. you're just lashing out, but okay, we'll support you. Yes. You're lashing out. Yes. But do some research before you decide where to go. You calling me ignorant? We just think you're just. Um, it's kind of a knee jerk reaction. A lot of people are thinking the same way you are right you now. You fuck think the same way, France? Fuck your French fries. <laughs> fuck your Muhammad Ali. I don't care. I don't have to read. You're a bitch. I'm America. Fuck you. Freedom. You're jealous. Y'all jealous. I, when did you become... Fuck you, check it out. Boom. Shock. Ah. Boom. 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 You got a problem with this? Honey, you are not thinking straight. You ain't thinking straight. You want a bunker buster up your ass, bitch. Oh, Bill. When did you become like this? Yes. You're not our son anymore. No. Oh, it's how it's gonna be. <laughs> I. Well, check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking run and cry. <laughs> I'm 
want you to broke. think about what you've done and then try to make improvements. I need hope and change. <laughs> My God, he's so attractive. Oh my God. Hello. Hi. Hi. You look fantastic, son. Yes. I don't have much time to talk to you. I've got a lot of drone strikes to do. Okay. There's been no change to the existing class system, but I'm wearing a suit and I'm very sexy. You look fantastic. Yes, yes I didn't even recognize you. Yep, it must be the 4% unemployment. It looks good on you. Hmm. So, uh, I don't need anything from you. Well, it, you uh, just thought I'd come by and... Well, again, you look just, you look fantastic. You, yeah. You've dropped a lot of uh, cynicism. Your, your father's too proud to say this. Your father? Well, uh, you should probably not pigeonhole him into a gender role. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he might be my mother. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know he's got that heart thing. We all have a heart thing. Well, I'm talking about... The planet about has a heart thing. And America has a heart thing. <laughs> wow! Well, I, can't, I can't believe it. Well, anyways, it's, you know, like a serious heart thing. And he needs medical, can, you know, medical coverage. And we just don't seem to, all our money is going to insurance. So you all want money? Or we'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is that odor? Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, no. Oh, God. Something's coming out of his stomach. Remember me, bitch. It's the 80s. No. It's unexplainable. Oh, my God. How did the 80s spring out of that perfect man? I don't know. It's got the head of Reagan. We never broke up. We just took a long break, oh, yeah. bitch. But I thought you were going to say you were going to help us with health insurance. Yeah, surprise, bitch. Uh, nope. Uh, no more need for wit when you've got it. I'm America. It's 2016. I'm 45 years old. I guess, if you're following the... <laughs> I'm gonna masturbate. Oh, I have knives on my fingers. It hurts, but I won't admit it. Ow! Ow! I'm pretending it feels great. I'm gonna come any minute now. I'm not mangling my penis. Oh, God, it hurts. Oh, God. Oh, Fritz. God, it hurts. I'm yes. bleeding to death, but it, the blood is good. The blood is calm. I come red cum. Oh, coal is important. Oh. 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 I was never racist, ever. I was never racist. You were supposed to take care of us. Uh, I want a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just going to take a... I'm going to exit <laughs> this marriage. It's a Mexit. <laughs> a Mexit? 
Bye bye. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh shit! I hope one of his spies doesn't have a dossier on me uh, getting pissed on. Well, I'm Mom, proud I did it. That's my right to be taken care of. <laughs> Mom, there's nothing more I can do, bitch. Maternity is a disease. Pregnancy is your fault. I won't help you not get pregnant. If you do get pregnant, it's your problem. If you have a miscarriage, you have to carry the dead baby around until you die yourself. <laughs> if you lactate, I don't lactate. If you live in a trailer park, I don't understand anything about what you need. I don't understand if you're France or women. <laughs> that about sums you up. <laughs> I never, I never expected to be here. I didn't know, I didn't want this. I didn't think this would ever happen. That's why my symbol is, uh, just a, a frog from a cartoon that didn't... I, it's Everything about me is unintentional. It almost suggests outside collusion from a foreign power, but I won't, I'm going to get into that. It, 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 look, uh, you keep looking at me, and you're looking at me like you want me to fucking change, but I can't. Yes, I do. Do not listen to them, America. <laughs> Keep drinking imported vodka and fucking our beautiful, beautiful prostitutes. We have some of the best prostitutes in the world. They'll pee on you. I'm sorry. I have to go now. All right. I guess I'll just be left alone. I hope that you are NATO. Escalator, escalator, escalator. Welcome to Trumpsky Tower. Thank you. We knew you would eventually be here when you got tired of the blacks and the Mexicans. Oh, I hate everything that's not white. Well, so do we. You yeah. should have seen what we did to the Chinese. It's oh, so many Chinese people angry. Too soon. Anyway, I don't listen to American crying. I just got to a point where I couldn't have anything to be proud of anymore. So it got down to what I was born as. We were watching. You had no direction. You didn't know whether you wanted oil or to save the world or to conserve or to spend. In the end, specialness was all anyone wanted. We all want to be special. No one wants to say, I'm a part of something. That's why even the most elite, liberal, white, chic people, when not given control over their own world, will just retreat into suicidal uh, drama. <laughs> you are talking about Dan Harmon. Jimmy Corain. Yes. Uh, uh, Adsit voted for Trump. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Adsit. <laughs> 
In the end, I guess I failed because no small part of me wanted to just be a small part of me. It's ironic given that the greatest part of me, John F. Kennedy, or my spleen, once said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Also ironic that he... Then was shot. I was going to say that he objectified women. Uh, <laughs> but he got away with it because he's better looking. Uh, we are splitting hairs. Right. And, let, and we have no hairs left to split. That's right. You and me, Pootie. You are going to love the future. All white, beautiful. Even Africa would be white. We'll grow oranges there. I can't wait. I love oranges. I love white people. I love white skin. Take me there now. Take me. Ooh, you're already there. I'm there? Here we are, together. But it just looks like, a, like the architect's office in The Matrix Reloaded. It's just a... What do you mean? It's just a room full of TVs. It wasn't gonna be fun. You... You tricked me! Yes! I wanted the earth! Yes, but you were going to bring along rap music and high-fat uh, high, high foods. But popular uh, people made me popular! Uh, we made you popular. No! I gotta get out! I wanna make America great! Ask your parents for help! No! <laughs> and scene. We did it! We did it. Wow. We solved the problems. We changed the world. Uh, I, think we, I think we revealed that we, we read a lot about politics. <laughs> you do. Really it's obvious I don't. What, what time is it? is it? We should do that show at high schools so kids learn. <laughs> Or getting yeah, close well, we're to get, two. We're getting there. We can yeah. wrap it up with like mm -hmm. a, like a. I, I, I uh, people like they, they like to come and they like to hear the uh, rapping skills of me. <laughs> you give me a thumbs up on the rapping. Yeah, Steve? if you can make music. And then when you well, guys then... leave here, you can go watch Rick and Morty. It's like running on a. Maybe you'll like it. All right, we do it. there may be a couple false starts because it's been, a, it's been a, an intense show. It was an okay one. <laughs> like, my energy's lagging. I just got, I, I have to, just let me get in the flow. And then I may throw it to you guys. No, no. no. <laughs> it may take, yeah, yeah. Go with the flow, yo, yo, rap what you know, yo. Yo, go with the flow in Chicago. C-H-I-C-A-G-O. Go with the flow. That's what you know. A windy city is a city with wind. I fucked your mama until she became thin. She used to be fat, and then I got in. I made her lose weight, and then our life begins. I, I want to fuck your mama so hard. I want to fuck your mama in the back and front yard. I want to take a lawnmower on her pussy. Going to fuck your mama so hard. It's, uh, it's, okay, sorry. It's, it's getting so misogynist. <sighs> All right, starting over. All right, yo. I fucked your daddy till his dick was raw. <laughs> Grabbed his dick with my southpaw. Jerked it off and put it in my maw. 
because your daddy's dick is just an object for me. Your daddy's a piece of shit because he's male. He's a piece of male shit. I'm here to use him. I, I fucked your daddy. I broke his fusing. <sighs> your daddy's a piece of shit. He's just a, a dick and balls on a stick. <sighs> Men are dumb. <laughs> they can be replaced with your thumb. Stick it in there like gum. Roll it around and have some fun. Your daddy's just a, a piece of garbage. Nothing ever is gonna rhyme with garbage ever. Uh, yo, yo, yo. We had some fun, we had some laughs. I fucked your mama, I fucked a giraffe. It had a long neck, so I snapped it in two. I fucked your daddy and made him eat poo. He ate the poo and he said, that's good. I took him outside and made him chop wood. He was an indentured servant to me. I f then I made him drink my pee. He drank it, he said, that's yummy. Yeah. There are seven kinds of urine. Yellow, off yellow, orange, off orange, and three others. Yo, Chicago! It's in the great state of Illinois. I fucked your mama like my name was... Uh, Troy. Uh, what, Troy. Troy. Like to Troy. What? Troy. 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 With a T. Like my name was Troy. Okay, all right. <clears throat> it's a very common name in Chicago, okay. Troy. Right, okay. Yo, yo. The I-95 freeway is a thing. You take the 43 to the 95. I fucked your mama the entire time she was alive. And I left when she was dead because I'm not a ghoul. Improv. Yo. It doesn't matter who you vote for, you're still an American. I fucked your mama so hard, she turned into a pelican. <laughs> Scraping the barrel. You gotta scrape that barrel. You gotta scrape that barrel when you rap. A rap, 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 rap. I fucked your mama so hard, she grew two feet. I fucked your mama till she turned to meat. I didn't objectify her. I deified her. She was good meat. Holy meat. I looked up from at her from the street and said, pray to Jesus, I love your mama. She said, looked down, she said, camel, llama. I said, Osama bin llama, didn't, didn't, it's fucking shit. Hold on, just, I told you, you needed to give me a couple chances to start. Yo. <laughs> Can we end the show there? Okay. You got this. Yeah. Remember, seven types of pee fucked your mama. Okay. All right. What, seven so types we of pee. End, we couldn't. We didn't end the show there, though. Okay. The next. Okay. They they wanted to end the show there. They didn't make enough fucking noise. All right. But come out. You gotta. You gotta be my hype man, and you gotta. Give him a mic that he can use to... No, this is perfect. No. <laughs> you... I just lost a ball. I just lost a ball. All right. All right, one more beat, and then let's just... Let's... 
Brandon's gonna help me. Do we have a Do we have a different beat though? Yeah, we, that'd we be just great. have the one beat. We only have one beat. White rappers, only one beat. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's you. Tell them they're not ready for me yet, though. Your motherfuckers is like a cookie that can cause salmonella because it's not baked enough. You ain't ready. Oh, face in your face and your head in a shoe. I fucked your mama so hard your pussy needed glue. Ooh. I shattered her pussy and to be put back together because my dick is a bird of a feather. It flocks together when it goes down south. It migrates every year into your mama's mouth. I'm going to migrate my dick and my balls. I'm going to take them from there to Niagara Falls. Go no, over in a barrel. Fuck your mom. Crate and barrel. Going to fuck your mom. Go fuck your mom. <laughs> Yo. your mom's mom. Yo. Take it. Going back to fuck your mom's mom. Laying that ancestral bomb bomb. Using my dick to start your family. Looked up the family tree and an ape shitted on me. I'm calling you an ape. Look at my rhymes, Dan. They can't escape. Uh, this old ass beat make me want to rap like Steve Harvey. Family feud. <laughs> Survey says. Fuck your mama in a fez. Survey says. Survey says. Survey says. Survey says. Survey says. Number one, fuck your mama on the front lawn. Number, Number two, two, fuck your, your mom, mom till the break of dawn. Number, Number three, three, fuck your mama till all day long. Number four, fuck your mom till she look like Chicha Chong. Eyes was cloudy because she was so high. I fucked your mom until the bitch became a guy. Number seven, fuck your mama like a shrimp. <laughs> Pretty sure that we skipped six. I fucked your mom with both of my yeah, I couldn't hear you, but I fucked your mom. <laughs> All right. All right. That's our show. Thank you, Chicago. Chicago, we love you. Make some noise for Dan Harvey. Thank you for coming out. Jimmy Correa. Scott Adams. Go on, Rick and God bless you. Thank you for driving on. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. 
In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.